0: It's just an older one that I, Did I beefed Wiley. up some Oh, like the original Timmins podcast. Yeah, the Tim's one that, Pod- check the podcast, join the podcast, Timmon's podcast, woo! Oh, and yeah. then I have oh, words no. in there, and then I speak Hebrew, and then I do some guitar. Oh, for
1: real? Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm so, doing more Timothy's podcast stuff.
0: Well, I, I'm I'd like do you do to them. use that one for
1: this. Oh, yeah, we since, should. If that's cool, we, um, I, it's upstairs, I can download it to okay. you. We can put that one in. It, it'll literally be playing while we do whatever start and that's an end. you want to hear the whole th- yeah maybe at the end because then you can hear the whole thing just so, kind of like a little clip at the start like yeah. while we're talking over it and, you know. and i'll i'll give it to you so you can oh, put it on there yeah that's pretty yeah. easy sweet yeah so i'm gonna trust you to ask good questions well you want to just start we can start in a little bit i mean are we can start now are you ready i'm ready just ask yeah it's better if i don't know uh, if i just shoot from the <laughs> okay all right Okay. We're live. We're going. Welcome, friends, folks, individuals, to another DadCast. Welcome to Blueberry... Blueberry... Blueberry Colsh. Uh, Blueberry Kulsh. That's the beer we're drinking today.
0: <clears throat> I think last time we tried it, too. We tried it, right? too, yeah. We, we uh, spruced, this more fizz, though.
1: spruced this up a bit, didn't we? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed that new uh, theme music. Shout out to my dad. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, you're going to... You're gonna, gonna you yeah, slot it. it in later. Okay, yeah, he, in real time, he doesn't have it yet. But well, will, yeah. I, maybe I'll do the start of the clip that we just heard, right to the end, no. and then maybe I'll do the clip at the end, like okay, kind of you what we got talked it. about. Yeah, okay,
0: yeah, yeah. Just like pretending. That, are we actually doing this Sunday? Or are you going to say it's, it's no? Monday but this now. is going
1: to come out on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to come out. Happy on Wednesday. Wednesday, everybody! Yeah, Happy Wednesday. We're everyone.
0: speaking prophetically.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's so? What's going to happen on Wednesday? It's the day before Thanksgiving, right? <laughs> What's happening? Uh, this speak it. Prophet J. Tur- Let's lot, go. Prophet J. A lot of turkeys are
0: going to be killed. Yeah. And, uh, rip. Yeah. It's just. Rust and power turkeys. <laughs> Say it with your breast. Say it with your breast. <laughs> your turkey breast.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, Tim, and you, uh, I told you, you're going to have to ask me questions because I don't really have anything prepared. Okay. And, uh, yeah. The, and it's very hard to follow up after all the, uh, Crazy, um, high-powered, quick-witted argumentation that you and, you we and lincoln you argued guys hard.
1: hit it. We argued hard. Hit it,
0: and shout out to James by the way because he said last time that he liked my podcast. Yeah, so James I'm like, is a homie. Dang.
1: Yeah, yeah. He texted me. He loved the conversation we had about That's nice. denominations. Awesome. It was good. It's nice to argue with Lincoln too. Um, oh, he, it's yeah. He thi- and he did. He said.
0: I'm sorry, I cut you off, but he sometimes no. he, he'll say, "Oh, I'm just I'm pushing." He's pushing things. back he's, on my thought, and it makes you think through things, mm-hmm. and it, and that's yeah, we need to have the ability to have a friendship where we can talk about stuff and
1: argue and through and
0: it, argue through it, so yep. it makes you iron sharpening iron. That's what's going. And on. And
1: the nice thing, I and I, I hope I don't know, you know, I never know what Lincoln's feeling because he is a stone wall. <laughs> I can't <laughs> ever tell what he's thinking. But uh, the nice thing is, like, I argue with him, right? And then the next day, I forget what we argued about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's nah, like in my brain, not like out the it. other. Yeah, because you're not holding yeah, on. I'm not It's holding, not mad. Yeah. You're not mad. Yeah, yeah, I'm not mad at him. Uh, it's kind of fun. We we talked about some good stuff. It was good. It was really interesting. Yeah. I Just a brief note before, mm-hmm. and we'll probably talk about this on tomorrow's part. Well, tomorrow as in Tuesday's podcast. This is coming out Wednesday. So the day before the podcast that we did, the one you guys listened to the day before. This is so confusing. Okay. I'm going to podcast with Lincoln on Monday, and we're going to release it Tuesday. But we're podcasting this podcast on On Sunday, Sunday. and it's going to be released Wednesday. Wednesday. So the podcast that comes up before this with Lincoln, we'll probably talk about this. But we had podcasted numerous days before releasing it on Friday. Mm Mm-hmm. And we named it Kyle rittenhouse's Gislin Maxwell, right, and then on Friday, Kyle Rittenhouse that blew up like it went blow crazy, up. yeah, and we got so many new like just oh you did download yeah that? the so many the the most downloads we've ever had on our youtube channel, yeah um ever yeah. is like maybe twenty eighteen yeah sixty nine downloads no way on the on the youtube channel right. on the on that episode. <laughs> We talked like a total of three minutes about about Kyle Rittenhouse. Total out of the 90 minutes. Uh, so it's working. It's that called was, marketing and we're doing good. And we're here for it. <laughs> that was great. This is so great. Uh, a couple
0: podcasts back though, and you're going to have to tell Lincoln to listen to this one. But okay. When he said he lost his dad in the fall. Yeah. And when he was six. Yes. Is that right? yep, Because my dad left when I was seven because he was basically, my mom said the marriage is over. And, and the, yeah. my memory starts with him walking out the door with a suitcase. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then it wasn't much longer, maybe less than a year, and my mom was remarried and my stepdad raised me. And I love my stepdad. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't see my dad very much once in a while. Um, he had, very rarely. Yeah, he had visiting rights for a while. And then, then we moved, mom and stepdad moved away. And so I didn't see him until I was 22. So, I'm going to say from about age probably nine, maybe, till 22, I did, never saw him. Wow. Um, so, and then when I, you know, we moved back, and th- this is going to, I kept praying about how can I encourage Lincoln? Because I kind of know, I kind of know a little bit what it feels like. I didn't lose my dad to death, I lost him. So, That's for someone in your life. And then yeah. we moved to Denver when you were three months old. Right. And then I
1: lost him. And whatever. that was when you were 29, 30. Yeah. So you knew him for about seven years and then he died. Yeah. And, you know, in that seven years, I, I'd
0: see him every two years, maybe for a little bit. Mm. I'd go visit him. And that was great that, to reestablish that with, with my, that my real dad. Yeah. But I remember he, you know, we moved there. I got into seminary we got our own apartment and then he passed away and then I had to sell his house and everything. And I kept uh, keeping his house up until it sold. I'd be out, I'd be out mowing his yard and I'd kept thinking he's, he's going to walk out the back door any minute. Wow. I wasn't there. It was just, it was really surreal. And I, I just, I handled the whole thing like, okay, I was there, the coroner, people called us, Hey, your dad's, he's gone. We got there. The police were there. A coroner is there. And how'd they to us. find out? Uh, Dad didn't show up to work, and one of his best friends broke into the house and found him. Which that's got to be bad. Yeah, that's rough. And uh, then um, mom and I went there. You were just a little baby.
1: You, you, you were we, living we, in the must town have, with him then. In the same we lived town in this
0: house for a couple of weeks, and then we got an apartment okay. on the other side of town and it was still was weeks Denver. later yeah weeks later oh my god. Uh, imagine he's if you gone. would have
1: lived there and you would have shown
0: up oh uh, yeah that would have been her mom would have been home yeah yeah <clears throat> um yeah he had a massive heart attack so anyways we were there and then the coroner said hey we're gonna take the body 56? out you need to leave 57, sorry, 57. Maybe, 57. maybe 57
1: i think so. Coroner was there. Sorry, I didn't. mean Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's yeah.
0: cool. You he said, "Hey, we're gonna take the body out. I, I think it's better if you, you, go and we'll lock up the door." And it. so, yeah. So I never really saw my dad. It's probably you know best. But all I did was function. Okay, now I gotta take care of this. I gotta do that. Blah 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 blah. And until uh, my dad, my my dad had a drinking buddy that sounded a lot like him. His mm. name was Elmer, <laughs> and Elmer called me on the phone a couple of days later, and he. He's like, man, I'm really sorry, and I and it sounded like my dad, and I just burst out crying. Wow, yeah, that's tough. So, but until then, I was just maintaining, maintaining. Yeah. Got to do this, got to do that. So, so yeah, it's it's rough. So, yeah. Anyways, yeah, it's love you, Lincoln. I don't, you. I don't know how I can yeah be of encouragement, but
1: well, it's it's of, inter- a lot of people don't. I mean, there's a lot. I think that's just trauma in life. Yeah. like everyone's dealing with that but yeah. it's different for every person too right yeah I, yeah. yeah lincoln i mean we've talked about it. i didn't always know how his dad died for i don't know like, talk, talk, yeah. But yeah yeah we don't want to do that on the podcast. yeah but i've just yeah. my heart goes out to lincoln i'm like yeah man. mean you know yeah it's cool yeah. that he's taught as a friend that i have not seen him talk about it a lot and, and in this cool that he was able to talk about it on the podcast that was really cool yeah i appreciated that a lot yep. it was just real real and raw that's what Tim's Podcast is. Okay. Tim's Podcast Network's real raw. <clears throat> we're the realest. We're <laughs> the rawest. We don't cry. Just off the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we turn the mics off. We turn the mics off. That's what yeah, I
0: started to get teary-eyed there. I was yeah. like holding it back. Yeah, I don't know if you I saw it. Saying, I'm like, okay, okay. well, let's go. Yeah, let's at least the on. listeners
1: so, didn't see it because we're not filming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got maintained. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's cool that you were able to you real. That's yeah. It's interesting. I just want to say,
0: that, yeah. That's, I don't have anything. To, to I don't have any words of wisdom for Lincoln. It's just yeah. That,
1: just um, I'm for you, man. That's all. That's, yeah. So yeah, I think same. I'm for for Lincoln. I hope he knows that our yeah. family is. We love Lincoln. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We need to pop another beer open. Yeah. Beer. <laughs> 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 We love you too, James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Alisa. Hey, Alisa. Yeah. Wait, wait, did I say that right? You did. Alisa? Yeah. I said it the right. Way, the way I think about it is Alisa. Yeah. Like A-Lisa. That's how she I said. bet a lot of people call her Alisa, which oh, is Oh, all correct. the time, yeah. I did okay. too for a little bit, but she's great. Yeah. Have you met her in real life?
0: Probably not. I have. Yeah. Were Well,
1: well I, you were at the I went, wedding. I went, yeah, you at you the went to the wedding, wedding,
0: and I met her before they, one time she came to look at your house and oh, help you with decorating yeah. ideas.
1: I still have that so. PDF of uh, the thing that she she put together this like CAD drawing of that, my that's
0: her kind of thing, isn't it? That's, yeah,
1: interior design. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And now I think I could be butchering it, but she works at for Meyer, which is pretty cool. So actually, so I was this past weekend in a conference in Richmond, Virginia, uh-huh. um, which is really interesting. Just Richmond's an interesting place, but I met people from uh, the town that she used to work in. And so I was able to say, oh, I had a friend that worked at this place in this town, yeah. in this place in Michigan. And they're like, no way. Uh, so just I like to take things I know about people when they tell me different things and associate it with other things that I know about people. And it brings like, when I pull that into a conversation... So, for instance, I'm sitting on a plane and I'm flying back from Richmond. I'm sitting next to this massive dude, and we're in the smallest plane ever. And I'm, we're literally just cuddling a whole <laughs> plane ride. <laughs> six
0: feet apart. And not six feet apart at all.
1: And we're talking, he's a doctor. Uh-huh. And as I'm talking about just kind of doctor stuff, I mean, I, I pull in the fact that Allison works for a doctor in orthopedics. And mm-hmm. so he tells me that he was going to get into orthopedics, but he decided to go this route. We're talking more and i was like the the my roommate in florida she was an emt firefighter okay and he said before i started became a doctor i was an emt firefighter for a bit so i'm like pulling things i know about medical stuff and yeah. and putting it into his world and seeing if any of that sticks uh-huh. and that actually then opens up the conversation for him to say a lot more stuff And was a oh. nice guy michael from arkansas uh, yeah. doctor in Richmond, Virginia and he wants to be a doctor in Arkansas and he's told me all this different stuff and so I like that, you know, like yeah. anytime someone says something that I know a little bit about, I start pulling that knowledge up and just like throwing it and seeing what sticks and then following that yeah. that conversation line. And, and then so, and then you'll learn from them cuz they'll yep. add cuz they that's their they fill it their in lane that they know about. 100%. Yeah, that's
0: cool. Yeah. So, huh. yeah, that's yeah. it's a little Tim and oh, Tips and with uh, Tips with Tim and Totally off. So, uh, shout out to Aaron who, uh, you know, t- t- talked about depression. What'd you think about good that? Job. Yeah. I'm was a good podcast. It was, was a bold move. Bold move. Uh, and also, I know there's other, the other Aaron, listen, what, doesn't uh, the other Aaron, there's another Aaron. There's. Yeah, there's, there's another
1: Aaron. Yeah. Is it Aaron Duncan? No. no. Aaron, I don't know how to say his last name, but okay. there's a fellow that I know on Twitter. And then J, there's another Jay that you're always worried about yeah. how he's doing. Jay, yeah. <laughs> That's actually a buddy of ours. Okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Who you should meet. He's a really nice yeah. guy. He lives in Warsaw now. He used to live in Grand Rapids. Now he lives in Warsaw. Oh, okay. All right, cool. I think you might listen to the Deadcast. maybe. Yeah. You want some
0: more of this beer? Uh, yeah. so it's good. Uh, because I'll start answering questions really funny right. after this. Yeah, what do you want to talk about?
1: I'm not sure what... Well, um, you keep wanting to this. talk
0: about the feast, but I'm like, man, that's, that is not my... I'm not really good at the feast, but I'll answer any questions
1: you want to on maybe, that. Maybe it'll lead to other stuff, or I don't maybe know. we'll just keep down. I'm I'm enjoying this rabbit trail that we're going down because yeah. maybe there's there's different things. Maybe a well, good job not spilling on your yes, your laptop. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would have been. I'm a pro. Not good. There's um, some interesting. Co- so I went to this this conference in Richmond. Okay, and it was called International. It was ICOM. It was the oh, acronym. And okay. the acronym stands for International Conference on Missions. So it's a whole missions conference. Mm-hmm. And so there okay. was probably three, two to 400 uh, vendors who were mm-hmm. exhibiting in this massive, huge exhibit hall. And mm-hmm. you, you, if you can think trade shows. okay. Have you ever been to a yeah. trade show where you're walking in a conference center and it's just aisle in after aisle? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what... What's happening there. And it was all. How do they know you from anybody
0: else if there's that much coming at them?
1: Well, how do they know? Well, the thought process is it's these mission orgs and they're trying to recruit new missionaries. And that's why they come to this conference. Okay. Um, And typically they bring younger individuals who come and there's workshops and stuff. But Mm -hmm. no one, even though there was this massive conference hall, there was really not that many people coming and talking. Mm -hmm. Like they there wasn't like a, a lot of people walking through. Hmm. Yo, what's up? That's <laughs> Joe. He said, Joe. i don't to talk right now. Oh, he doesn't mind. Joe, be you on. can come on the mic, bro. <laughs> I, I ain't got to say. You ain't got nothing to say? Oh, all right, yeah. bro. <laughs> um,
0: so, what was your observation again? Yeah, my observation. was talking. You, well,
1: you said, how do they, they understand who I am over yeah. a diamond doesn't. There was not that many people talking to people at the booths. And so they were ready to talk to me when I came up. And Uh what's weird about missionaries, and I don't know if this is just missionaries, but this is just maybe nonprofit individuals or maybe church people. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But they are not extroverts hey how's it going mm-hmm. at the booth which you, that's what you need to be when you're at the booth you need to be engaging and talk to everyone as they go by
0: extrovert but not yeah fake. not fake
1: but pull fake them in extrovert. pull them in just say hey how's it going make eye contact pull them in a lot of individuals will just sit mm-hmm. at the booth and wait for someone to come up and talk to them and you need to be proactive because this is the time to be proactive not everyone wants to talk to you but for me i'm going and talking to every single person and so they didn't have a ton of people to talk to and they wanted to talk to me because i was at least someone interested in talking to them you know mm-hmm. and so um my observation was that was one you'd ask me a question i was answering that my observation was um i don't know what my observation was. <laughs> i forget now it was interesting <laughs> <laughs> whoops i was talking that, but it it, it just make it up yeah make it up it, it was, it was. <laughs> like pretend you're arguing with lincoln right now yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. missions man they're all you know they they don't know how to talk to people they're all introverts every missionary introvert.
0: didn't talk the, to
1: people and the booth
0: people didn't talk to missionaries no no, so, no, no.
1: the booth people were missionaries
0: oh yeah and they're then, trying to recruit people right to join them, right and they're just sitting there like
1: mm-hmm. hmm. not saying anything it was really interesting Okay. Yeah, but I had a great time because they they had to engage with me because there's no one were else to talk to, to, and I would not. <laughs> so they remember me a lot of. Them. I, it was a great conference for me. I don't know about for those mission orgs, like yeah. they probably did not recruit a ton of new missionaries. But for me, it was a uh, it was great. I had a great time. Um, but it was really interesting because um, I don't know. It was just you you met so many different denominations, so many different types of characters. Mm-hmm. and um yeah the the like mission christian world is a interesting world yeah. to be like to view to look at it's just it's interesting there's a lot of good stuff there yeah but there's a lot of weird stuff and i think it's okay that'd be weird a little bit like it's not mm-hmm. no diss on it um but it's just fun to kind of be w- surrounded by hundreds or maybe a thousand people and it's just um christian focused but they're interesting you know it's just like they're some of them are third third culture so they don't know how to like maybe i'm you know i'm coming in i'm just from goshen indiana i'm raised in this culture but they've lived in some other place and the way that they communicate with you is like it's just weird it was interesting so Mm -hmm. but um while i was there I'll go more into that. I had a lot of great conversations mm-hmm. with a lot of wonderful people, um, but we brought up the fee stuff. I brought up the fee stuff because Indonesia. I was talking to an organization that was working for, with new tribes, first tribes, first nations peoples, mm-hmm. which is you know, um, oh, okay, so that would be first our, nations people in, in Indigenous, Native Americans, Native yeah. Americans, yeah, right. but they're from Canada. Okay, so they work specifically with Canadian uh, first nations people or Indians. But okay. Indians is kind of offensive. Yet when I was talking to them, they also said call themselves Indians too. So it, it can it's be all if, good. if you want to be offended,
0: you can. But if, you can. if they were If I mean it to be indigenous, and I don't know the word, right. I'm not meaning it in a
1: racist way. Right. But. First Nations yeah. people is the is the words they use a lot, and, then, and I understood what they were saying. It was a mutually word that we both knew what yeah. they were talking about. Um, but they out of the. Three or four days they were there. Um, they only talked to me two days in a row. Like the only people they talked to at that conference was me. <laughs> like out of those two days, the only per- people, that, person that stopped by their booth twice was was me. And you know, and it's huge. And so, and I think mm. part of that's because they not they weren't outgoing. They weren't trying to talk to people or something. And they were wondering if it was because they're they're a Native American ministry. You know, and that doesn't I don't
0: think it was that, but if you feel that way, you're gonna see it that way.
1: They wonder they wondered, you know, or yeah. they're just like it's normally what they said is this normally, um, people come up and ask a lot of questions about first you know, oh, first so or normally that happens. that happens. That happens and it hasn't happened this conference. And so, uh, they visited Moody recently. Mm-hmm. Moody Bible College, and mm-hmm. they had a lot more traction there than where they were at here at ICOM. So it was just an interesting conversation. Me, I just wanted to talk to him because one, I'm interested in Native American. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've told you this. I think I've told you this. I listen to like Drum Circles okay. on YouTube. Yeah. Remember, was it? You probably have told me. Was one. it? We were. Where were we at? I think you probably did. We were up at uh, Tennessee. Oh yeah, we were at the cabin, remember that? Okay. And I played that drum circle.
0: Hey? Yeah, I think you did, yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. I have texted the
0: Potawatomi area council here and they they don't they haven't responded. Oh
1: really? Have you called them?
0: No, I tried to figure out where their headquarters was at, but um they make it pretty mysterious. Oh really? I don't think they want to be found. I went to the place where it was at and it was just it was like they didn't have signs up or anything, and I drove up into this driveway, and I was, it looked like it just had this feeling: like "If you don't know me, don't come in."
1: Oh, Inside. really? It's
0: like okay, I'm not gonna do this. this. This was years ago. This was ten years ago, but I, I had this draw to like First Nations people. You know, hey, you know,
1: I've been learning this stuff. You know what? Yeah, how you know, can just, we just have make unity. a connection? Yeah, yeah. They, how can we be friends? No yeah. response. So. Yeah, I found out recently the um in my neighborhood there is a uh, indigenous uh her so from church actually she one of the members of our church her she is Native American and mm-hmm. her mom is Native American she lives right next to me hmm. and so now I know where she lives in her name so every time I walk by I say hey oh okay so that's kind of cool too yeah they're hmm. in our culture it was just interesting but I was telling them. And, and while we were talking about because I was asking questions about native culture, all yeah. these different questions, like you know um they were telling me about burials. one of the ways that this organization gets into this the culture and how they become accepted and part of the reservation and tribe, and they can be missionaries inside of that is they host burial ceremonies, and so it's white and native, you know that are part of the the cult the missionary. Part of the missionaries, mm-hmm. but um, they'll go to a burial and they'll do sing sings for it before they're, before they're about to die or when they're dying. They'll sing, and what they do is they'll come in and they'll sing um, in, in the hospitals. So it'll be like in Vancouver or in Saskatchewan or in Toronto. They'll come in and to the hospitals and sing while they're in the hospitals. And instead of singing hymns, they sing actual native songs that are like, you know, original. And they said just from that, mm-hmm. it's like changed the way people interact with them. Because the one story he was telling me is the, the, they came in and they were singing. And the whole time, the, the wife was dying. And the husband just sat in the corner, this old native guy. And just was daggers. Just watching them the whole time. Like hated them. All these white people coming in to, to, to do a sing for mm-hmm. his wife as she was dying. Mm-hmm. And then they sang the, um, in the native tongue. In their native mm songs and the guy went from this to this and singing with them singing with them and it was again. just a, it was different and yeah. then he asked them to do the funeral service oh. for her when she died so then they came and did the funeral and again saying but then also did it like a, a christian like a you know mm-hmm. so, like, so and, and that is that's how they form relationships so they do a lot of burials and there's other things that's like part of the burial service for these na- these native first nation people mm-hmm. they they will not use machinery to dig the graves so you have to dig the graves by hand it's part of the ceremony oh okay and so most of these places are kind of out in the middle of nowhere and people die in the middle of winter negative 50 below celsius Mm -hmm. and they have to be out there with rocks and pigs and breaking the ground as the service is going to bury that person and so it's just like it's crazy yeah they're telling me all these different stories and stuff I thought it was fascinating, yeah. and I think there's an interest in that. I think people are really interested in that, but that brings me back to the feasts okay. that's what I told them. okay I said, I think the average spiritual individual inside of America, m- maybe elsewhere, but I mean I'm only from this culture, is into these things is interested in these things. It piques their interest, you know, and I think uh native individuals are similar to jewish individuals in a way mm-hmm. you know they're like mm. connected to the land in a way yeah and so there's a big push for for the feasts what i've seen and that's what i sent to you let me i'm this is a whole story okay. i'm sorry it's a whole long story mm-hmm. But and then I'll let you talk. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> You're just listening. I didn't know what I was going to talk about anyway. For so. the past ten minutes, just been me telling the story. But um, one of the websites that we're redoing has close to uh, uh, you know millions of people that view the, their website, and one of the biggest pages that they view. Is the feast. Is that article I sent you, Seven Mm -hmm. Feasts, Mm -hmm. and what they do for, like, how they, what was it, symbolized to Jesus or how they point to Jesus? Mm -hmm. That's the article. And and that's one of the biggest viewed pages on their website, which tells Mm -hmm. me culturally Christians are trying to understand what the feasts signify. Mm -hmm. They're interested in the feasts. right? They're aware of it, and that's why they're looking at it. Yeah. And so I I wonder, because I'm aware of of native culture and it interests me because I think there's significance because they've been around they don't have the bible but I believe there's a connection to god not every mm-hmm. single tribe mm-hmm. but I think there is there's some really beautiful truths that come out of native culture yes you know what I'm saying yeah and so I was a little disappointed with the going back to the website the feasts and the explanations cuz I'm like oh this is cool I look it up I read the article and I realize this is super shallow. Yeah. This is garbage. Yeah. In my opinion. It's yeah. my opinion. It's garbage. Okay. So, so there we, we go. About, that's where we're at. How's that? How's that tying everything together? And
0: here's another interesting thing, because just last night it so happened that I was uh, digging around in uh, the cultures that were here before the Indians. Okay. And... Um, there were the great mound builders. There, there have been yeah mound there's, builders. There's stuff going on before Jesus was born here. There's in North there's America. Baal worship influence, uh, uh, evidence of it from the Phoenicians and uh, Egyptian stuff is in Native American type caves and stuff that that predates.
1: Even Jesus, like how 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 so long God. before Jesus would you say like thousands of years? I've uh, yeah yeah, and uh, and this is
0: uh, this is information from professors that are not Christian, hmm. so they don't have they're not trying to push a Christian agenda. Push a Christian agenda. They they definitely don't. But uh, it's very interesting. Uh, the Smithsonian Institute has, has poo pooed it and it didn't fit their agenda back in the eighteen and nineteen hundreds. So. Um, so there's, and I don't have a axe to grind with any of this. It's just interesting that uh, uh, our people's ability to sail across the ocean didn't start with um, 1800s, with Columbus.
1: Yeah, that 1700s, yeah. sixteen. If, if we
0: if we have yeah, Egyptian and Phoenician and people from the Iberian Peninsula, the Spanish people that have been here a thousand a thousand or two thousand years before Jesus was born, or I, I don't have the dates quite in my head, but we're, we're talking a long time before. And then they left their Baal worship mark, you know, the, that kind Principles of... Principles, the, you know, theory. And, I mean, there's pictures of Anubis, that's Egyptian. That stuff is in America, and it predates um, way before anything. Go- Anyways... Going off subject, but but also these these mound builders that h- made these huge mounds that are almost like you know imp- they're earthen pyramids in a way, and they're before
1: we have them in Ohio. I remember yeah, hearing about that. They're
0: in Ohio and Illinois. um They're all over the place. But uh, um, what's the significance of the mound? It's it's burial site. That's barrel sites that that they're full of artifacts and people being um in entombed in different ways okay. and stuff like that, and like and, the pyramid and, and, in a way. and it isn't something they did in a couple of years i mean they might have they might have been building a mound for fifty years or whatever wow. and their city was around it and um but their advanced cultures... So, seems to this is now this is a theory and this is from a person who's not studied archaeology i don't this this is just winging it but i'm give it to us there's this there's this thing all the way through all of our the history that we know that empires rise and fall and they become very advanced and they become very immoral and then they fall and then there seems to be a primitive um, something primitive after it so when the first white man or whatever, if you want to call that, you know, Columbus, who really wasn't the first person here. He didn't discover America. There were people that were here before him, uh, the Vikings and stuff like that. But, but Columbus fits the agenda that everybody wanted. And so um, when, when he comes to America and other Spanish and other col- you know, people come to colonize America, the, I, this is my, th- I'm throwing this out. I could be wrong. I'm not offended if i if people have a different view, but we're meeting the Native Americans in a more of a primitive state. there were I think there were cultures before them that were much more advanced and probably lost their way, and maybe they, maybe it's it's judgment on them and they're gone but these these mounds that we see are you know um just a reminder that something greater very was intricate was here before. Mm. Like mayan and Inca. i've I mean, heard that just, just interesting just, just throwing that out yeah that's not my lane though my my lane is the bible but this is just yeah. interesting so
1: 90 of um, the native native of north america died because of disease that came from probably christopher columbus or
0: possibly i've also heard that there are other theories that again show that, that it, may not been, it may not be as bad and that that idea may be a politically correct idea. Oh, really? <laughs> and, and again, I'm not, you know, I'm not defending Columbus. <laughs> well, the thing is, we you weren't know? here. Yeah. You know, we don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't yeah, know. I don't know anymore. It's, you know, our culture's in that right now. We're at, you know, I've talked about this, that um, my generation grew up watching the three channels that we had abc cbs and nbc and that's all the news we had right and that's all we thought about and uh now i don't trust any news source i think they're all garbage i'll just be honest and uh i what i am encouraged about your generation and the ones below you is that the ones that are in touch are listening to podcasts of varying degrees and different you know so that they're getting different
1: Perspectives.
0: There are those that just only want to hear what Greta Thunberg has to say. Yeah. <laughs> but there are many who see beyond that. I'm sorry to pick on her, but she, uh, yeah, she does not represent what I agree with, but, but, well, get, she, you know she's saying? only
1: 17. I know. Yeah, Whoever is like handling
0: much? her has an agenda.
1: Well, not I mean, yeah. yeah, when I was 17, I probably had agendas being given to me too, you know, and it's, like, mm, well, we never got rich off of you, so right. We weren't. No, handled, you didn't. We weren't handling you. <laughs> but, but I mean, you, your discernment process is, is yeah. Like, you don't know how to the things that you speak from and the things that you talk about are are just the culture around you and the things that you're told to talk about. Yeah. You know, you can't critically think through stuff. I mean, you can. I'm not knocking every 17 year old, right. but it's not that's not the end all be all savior she shouldn't be our savior right you know but but i guess what i'm saying
0: is like you got your you guys 30 and below have said and be all those 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 things that are are, they're they're flailing yeah they're flailing because they're they're fake news anyway yeah and it's uh, cool to watch it's cool to to
1: watch them though to understand their point of view their perspective but I don't understand it sometimes. It's I'd like, rather yeah. I'd rather hear don't, from, you don't from want a Joe Rogan from,
0: who, even, even though I'm more conservative, yeah. I don't feel like he's out to kill me. You know what I mean? And people like him. Oh, but that that's the thing. He
1: is out to kill you. He oh, just right. packages it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. He puts a little poison in the chocolate that you eat. All and right, you're just like, this is the best chocolate ever. So what do you want to know about the feast? I don't want to know many, about fe- I rabbit trail. I know, I know. <laughs> I, so what do you think the significance of the mounds are? That's what I was thinking. Oh, you're getting a different. Yeah. I know. We okay. could talk about the feast. We'll talk about the feast sometime. I think there's spirituality that we want to talk about, but we have um, a lot of podcasts to go in front of us. We can talk about yeah, whatever. Yeah, we have to
0: talk about feasts. I told you, I don't, we, don't know much about it. Keep it oh, out. Keep it out, though, right, just okay. in case. All right. I'll keep my paper,
1: the right. Folks at home, my dad was about to take away his paper about the feasts that he has on front them <laughs> that he wants to go over. but we're, Now we're, you're asking me
0: stuff I don't know about.
1: Oh, boy. Well, uh, can I tell, tell you why, why more I think that? Yeah, I do. Do you need more? yeah we've uh, oh, we finished two that. chalices yeah, you two know. chalices all right um, the reason why I asked that is before I came over here, I went on a walk mm-hmm. and I went to Oak Ridge Cemetery, okay and I was in the cemetery and when I was in Richmond, Virginia, one of the famous sites that I was near is called Hollywood Cemetery mm. where the president of the Confederacy, something Jefferson I mm-hmm. mean Monroe and another president, maybe two other presidents uh, United States president, B- Jefferson David Davis.
0: Was that the president of the Confederacy? Anyways, Jefferson Go- Davis. Yes. Was it Jefferson I, I was his first name? I could be
1: wrong. Jefferson was his first name. Okay. And then Monroe. And there's another president. I forget the other, I've been on my phone okay. that were mm-hmm. buried in this, in Richmond, in Richmond, Virginia.
0: Oh, Virginia. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I, oh okay. I missed. I'm glad you said Virginia. I was thinking Indiana,
1: Richmond, Indiana. Yeah, I was in yeah. Richmond, Virginia. Okay. I was on the mm-hmm. East right. coast. Um, and there was a significance they're both cemeteries mm-hmm. and i saw a lot of obelisks oh in Richmond, pillars no in both goshen and richmond in ma- both cemeteries Freemason symbols freemason symbols the if you look at what is the tower that's the, the washington monument yeah you know so how that obelisk, looks yes. yes there's those not all of them had freemason symbols on them some did Mm-hmm. Some have Freemason symbols on the actual obelisk okay. where the name was, but not all of them did. Yeah. But there are sections of the cemetery where there is a ton of obelisks. Okay. And both Goshen mm-hmm. section, There's a, you can see the mm-hmm. difference when you walk in one section of the Goshen versus another. There are tombstones and then there's obelisks interesting and when i was in richmond depending on where i went, some of them were tombstones but then in one sec some sections there was obelisks all over so they are f- kind of their fraternal they're buried together yeah it was like uh morel mushrooms when you find one you'll find <laughs> others around <laughs> yeah. there you know what i'm saying yeah, okay like if you're mushroom hunting yeah for all those right. who know though that, that's like <laughs> i'm sure you don't you've never gone mushroom hunting right i haven't gone mushroom hunting yeah, so, but, okay. you know. but that's what that's what they say when you look for those mushrooms once you find one you there's find usually a, a number of because when okay. you when those mushrooms are picked the spores go all over you know and then they grow up where they're picked last yeah, yeah. so sorry no a thousand different rabbit trails here but well i mean the but,
0: obelisk is is egyptian but the freemasons subsumed it into there
1: yeah. why is it a burial thing Because to me, when I'm looking at it, this is the thought I had while I was walking. It's a point Mm -hmm. that goes down into the ground where the person is buried. It's almost like a needle sticking out of the ground in a way. Yeah, It's like, come down and hit this body or let this body come out of the needle. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) When you think burial mound or also pyramid they mm-hmm. all have kind of pointy stuff at the top so mm-hmm. i wonder what the thought process is and that's what i wanted to ask you what's your thought on that oh boy yeah you weren't ready for that were you <laughs> i was not ready you for triggered that. it though maybe i triggered that uh
0: i mean the obelisk has Do you have a, any thoughts about it well the obelisk has mathematical mysteries to it it's supposed to be so wide at the bottom and so tall and everything and but uh the problem with the, the Washington Monument is the the uh, the soil that they built it on wasn't going to be able to hold. It, it wouldn't be. They couldn't make it as tall as they were supposed to, so they mm. they reduced the size. Um, it also correlates to the uh, pyramid on the back of the dollar bill, which has an all-seeing eye on top of it, because the top of the pyramid is missing, and it has to do with some sort of. Mystical idea that a f- the Freemasonry God or the Freemasonry Messiah is going to come back, and so I don't know. It's tied into things It's it's beyond my ability to take it Covering, all in. Yeah, I, I I don't spend tons of time looking at their their ideas of mystery, but um, yeah, um, but yeah, yeah I have, wonder have if the obelisk, yeah, has it, yeah, I wonder if it, yeah, is it a focal point for energy to resurrect that person or something
1: or resurrect their soul that might maybe, maybe, I don't know. I, I, the, the, another reason why I've been thinking this way recently is because when I was talking to the missionaries for these first tribes, Mm -hmm. they were talking about when someone dies in the native American culture, you're not allowed to cry because if you cry, it will cloud the way for that person as they're as they're leaving their body and the path to the next life or the next thing will be clouded because of your tears and it'll make them harder for them to get there so they want to make sure it's a very clear path so when someone dies you're not allowed to cry at least in these specific reservations hmm. and that's those tribes that's what they believed and okay. so you know that's a thing that they've been it's a tradition that they've held for a long 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 time and it's part of their culture it's part of who they are and so I wonder if like the reason why obelisks are there is if it's part of a culture that I'm unaware of. And you know, and it is significant to something. You need a point to get out of your body. Your spirit can leave your body and head to whatever dimension you are, and you go through that obelisk, right? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I could. could be totally this is just me, just I have no idea. You'd probably have to dig back into what why the Egyptians
0: made obelisks. Uh it is all they always take it back to a phallic symbol, but
1: uh, yeah. that's part of it too. But that's part of it. Do you think um, like uh, in the Bible there's Asherah poles? Right? And Baal right. worship, you talked about that. Yeah. Was that is there symbolism in that too? Like when Gideon mm-hmm. tears down that pole in in the Bible. So Gideon tears down that pole because mm-hmm. he's told to, mm-hmm. and they want to kill him. Mm-hmm. The town does, but he's like I forget the 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 details his father steps up for him or something mm-hmm. but that asterisk pole would that be something like a obelisk a phallic symbol or no, is it more not, like a,
0: it's probably not an obelisk but or, yeah, i don't know i mean I would, they would be closer to egypt in time than
1: yeah i don't know i'm not
0: I'm picking a brains. Right, maybe maybe ask maybe i didn't hear your question completely but
1: is there symbolism between obelisks and baal worship i bet there is um is there symbolism between the the things that they're dealing with in the bible back in the day and symbols that are in our in our life as well because a lot of times i think like um it's old yeah that's nothing new under the sun yeah
0: well Here's, a, uh, this is I know, I'm th- taking you down a thousand. This is our third beer, so this yeah. is going to get interesting. Yeah, but it's not.
1: This going to be a good It's not that catch. we both drink a beer. It's our third beer that we've shared.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's, yeah, not so the it's the really third, like yeah, a beer and a half. That's a good point. Yeah.
1: But it is the beer that we made,
0: and it's probably a higher alcohol content. No, it's than like 5%. Beer. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Science. I think here, here's a. Okay, I'm going to throw this bone out. One, one thing that people need to be aware of is that. Baal worship is nothing new it's It's existed in different empires, and it has different names in different empires. It's the same demonic principality. It's called something different in Egypt than it is in Rome or Greece, but it when you look or at America or America, but when you look at the uh, spiritual qualities of it, it's the same demonic principality operating. It's just changed its name so um Another thing to be aware of is that um, many there are many things that look religious and look close to Christianity, but they would be I would call them weeds that look kind of like the product itself. You, know, I, I mean, I've seen this in gardening. There'll be a certain plant that we have, and right next to it would be a weed that looks just like that plant almost, mm. and, and you have to know the difference to pick. Pick one. In our garden, here's another one. Here's another thing. I'll get back to it. But there's there are two plants that grow in our garden. One is um, is edible. There's both weed. To me, they're both weeds. But one is purslane, which is actually edible. But there's something that looks exactly, almost exactly like it, and grows right next to it, and it has a milky substance when you pick it. And if you eat that, it's poison. Mm. So I pick them both because they're both weeds to me. But I've learned that purslane is a it's aggressive, but it's a, it's edible. It's actually really good for you. But it looks just like this. I forget what the other one's called. But anyways, that
1: print that that concept that, that concept we see there, in nature is also a physical concept that we see, or a thing, yeah. a symbol, a symbolism of a concept that we see in religion. Yes, because we you know there are things that are similar
0: to. That use Christian words and Christian theology, and then switch it a little bit, and it it veers you off into something really bad. But it looks pretty close to what truth is. Mm-hmm. It, and again, I'm speaking from a Christian
1: bias, but um, uh well, it goes back to the the thing that we're talking about too: the dogma, the doctrine. Mm-hmm. What was the other one? There's three the three circles. Yeah, the dog dogma,
0: doctrine, and tradition. And, and people do a couple of things wrong. They, pr- they, pull, they push tradition up into things that should be dogma. Like you should wear a suit and tie to Sunday church. Well, that, that's not even doctrine. I mean, that's, your, that's a tradition. But there are people that believe that so much that if, if I walked in with a, just a collared shirt, they'd be like, well, you, you're not godly.
1: Is that Baal worship then? It's would not you say? Baal worship. They're just getting but is off of But it, would you say then Baal worship is kind of like that though? Or it's like similar to the principles that should be in Christianity. And it masks itself, but it pushes itself as a higher, I, I'm, I don't yeah. know. Do you know what I'm saying? Maybe or no. I don't no, know. I don't know. I don't, th- I, don't think, I don't think
0: that's a wrong idea, but I think Baal worship is more prominent than... than yeah. What's oh, an example of Baal worship? And
1: then, can in, you, in our culture? Yeah.
0: Um, abortion. Okay. Yeah. Because you need the sacrifice of innocent blood to do promote. S- do
1: you see it elsewhere as well? What would you say. Yeah. Abortion. Because uh, you can see that again in, in the other cultures as well. Abortion yeah, is not a new thing. In,
0: in ancient Israel, there was a point when the culture couldn't almost see the difference between Baal worship and true worship of, of God. And Elijah had to confront that culture. Cause um, they
1: were sacrificing their children to the Hebrew God.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, right? it's seductive. I mean, you know, who wouldn't want to have an orgy with a bunch of hot women? Preach. And then, <laughs> you know, and then, uh, because bail, all of our seen-
1: listeners are are here for this. They're all like, "Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent." And Speaking you know, Bale was
0: seen as you know, even uh, his ejaculation seed went all over the ground and then produced vegetation and and, and rain <laughs> through that and and orgy. Stuff like- yeah, okay. I mean, it's it's nasty. It gets really weird. And then, of course, it's very convenient to keep having these Bale festivals. And then any children that are born from the shrine prostitutes that you had sex with then you use that child as a sacrifice Hmm. in your next um, in your next orgy and that opens up portals to demonic things when you're offering innocent blood i mean we Hmm. you know christianity has cleaned up a lot of that junk in the old testament and said oh you know they were just worshiping bad things and they need to worship God. Well, that, they, that's true, but about the you can't talk to little kids about that. That's yeah. kind of the, the thing with beer and boys. We talk about stuff that's
1: X-rated sometimes. Yeah, it's real. Got to you. Got you. Got to know, man, as a grown-up, what's well, going on? Yeah. Why do they? Why do they dumbify everything? I don't like that. I hate when they take away the authenticity. We want well, the real. I, yeah, I know. But when I read the Bible to you guys
0: when you were little kids, you clean. Up I cleaned that. it up because you weren't ready for, or and what. What does an orgy mean? <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know, dad, what is an orgy? Yeah, I can't say that to a little eight year old kid. But right. so the thing is, is they clean things up and then they never get beyond that. And so, that what we have in churches, no oh boy, I'm going to take them off. Go for it. Take them off. What we have in ter- churches is a lot of third grade teaching. And so, you have people that have been in, in, in church for 30, 40, 50 years that are still third graders. Yeah. So.
1: don't want the real don't want the raw what other forms of baal worship are we seeing abortion is as one what would you say another one is like what are symbols that you see in in the bible of people doing baal worship Ooh. pushed over i mean i feel like abortion is i've heard that before uh it's just an easy one to go to come on give me some real give me the real <laughs> stuff <laughs> <laughs> uh I, uh and what would that look cuz it it's something that spans multiple cultures yeah yeah um child molestation
0: it ruins their identi- their sexual identity for life um bohemian grove stuff you know yeah um <laughs> uh, what else is Baal worship um i find it interesting that uh in new york in front of What's that big bull that they have in front of? Yeah, is the bull in front and bear the real tr- uh, trade. Exchange, no. Uh, st- st- ch- uh, stock exchange. Yeah. You know, and it's Times a, Square. No, I don't it, know. What a, bull stands for bail. It's another symbol of bail. Hmm. And uh, when we have a market that's increasing in profit, it's a bull market. I find that interesting.
1: What's that's a bear stand be. for?
0: It's when your market is going down, so I don't know. But symbolize though, yeah, I don't know where the bear comes. That's interesting. I bet there's a reason for it. (laughs)
1: Yeah, Jesus is glorified when it's a bear market.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, maybe not. Yeah, yeah. You know, the love. Well, money is not the root of all evil. The love of money is the root of all evil. So money is just neutral.
1: Yeah,
0: it's what you worship is what is the problem.
1: Well you're asking uh I know. I've been going boy, I've, we've you, been all, all over the place. Over. I've been all over this is where I've been at though. You know, all over the place. <laughs> I've been in multiple states, states of mind and physical states of being. Yeah. And physical states in the United States of America. <laughs> <laughs> in the past couple of days. So I'm I'm just a young man going crazy. <laughs> I'm just going crazy, man. Uh, I'm just going a little wild. I'm just going a little wild. Yeah. We yeah, anyways. I, I want people
0: to be drawn to uh, truth to re- biblical reality rather than all the things that the dark stuff idol b- worship you know which we don't call it bale worship in America but it it holds a lot of uh, holds a lot of things out that are seductive you know um, but I don't believe it's true and and then I was talking to you earlier and again I won't I won't expose much of what I talked to this other person a couple weeks ago about you got a nice little but, combo. Yeah, but Luciferian doctrines are very hidden but very powerful and they um they're they're levels above Freemasonry and stuff like that, so but uh there is a belief that uh um there are two gods this is from Albert Pike, who was uh, was a quite a huge leader in in during the Civil War and and uh, Freemason. But was what side um, was he on? He was in the, a general in the South. Okay. Um, and he was called out for he he used Indian tribes to mutilate uh, people that they went against. Oh, wow. Even Britain, who was sitting out, Britain was watching us fight this Civil War. Even Britain uh, complained about, you know, this is some bad stuff this general, what this general is doing, Albert Pike. But he was uh, at the top of Freemasonry. He wrote their, all their, kind of their structure for the, all the degrees. And he outlines that um, when, you, when you finally get to the top, you learn that Lucifer is God and Adonai is God. They are two gods, and Lucifer is the god of light, and Adonai is the god of darkness and chaos. And so, I would be—they would—they would call me so an adversary targets. because because I think Lucifer is evil, hmm. but they see Lucifer as good, and his his struggle against Adonai. Which its, is, it's really really—it's—it's it's like they switch everything around, yeah, twist it, but. People into that stuff are not visible. They're not going to show off who they are. They're very powerful. And, you know, it's not like I want to, I don't want to meet these people and go against them. But um, I'm not speaking of fear, but I'm just like, I'm just a little, I'm a nobody. I'd like it that way. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, you're on a podcast now, so that's about to change. Can I I ask (laughs) you this? So there's Baal worship, right, and Luciferian worship, you think that's why so many people are interested in worship like the feasts of god and worshiping him because that's what those feasts are it's a celebration of and a remembrance of and i think to to, it's almost like a way to sacrifice and you you literally remove stuff from your house and you do things to show that you are worshiping god Mm -hmm. in our culture Christian culture has completely removed that. We do not celebrate feasts whatsoever. Yeah. Our celebration of God is Sunday and Christmas and Easter. Mm-hmm. And Sunday is optional.
0: <laughs> Good point. You know what I mean? So why are people... Um, trying to figure out how to worship God. Why, why are they attracted to the feasts? Yeah. There's, there's a movement in America, toward, well, maybe, I'm not sure about Europe. Europe seems to be darkening, but there's a... There's a movement in America towards Hebrew roots the Hebrew root system, which I find fascinating I think that's really good hmm. um, because've we've, and we've gone over that that the early Gentile church pulled away from it pulled away from our Jewish roots and the Jewish people decreased in population and so we became a very Gentile non-jewish church, which has some bad things in it, you know because I think we We need both, but, um, so there's a real fascination right now has been going on for maybe a couple of decades to kind of get back to our Jewish roots, which is good, but I've been stumbling into, and again, I'm shooting from the hip because I was just talking to Hadessa last, yesterday about this. Oh, my sister, your daughter. My daughter. Um, as I see people really getting into the, the Jewish culture, they're getting into things that are uh how can I say this without going into a lot of depth? Uh, there are There are things about the scriptures of the Old Testament. there There are things called the Midrash, which are J- the Jewish commentaries, thousands of years of Jewish right. rabbis. Arguing, It's the 6,000 or 12,000. No, 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 no. It's nope. even more. No, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. It's not the Mishnah or the Talmud. Those are regulations around... This is the like ta- the commentary on all those regulations. Yes. Yeah, so, so there's the Talmud, or I mean, excuse me, there's the the, the commands. The Torah. The 613 commands of the Torah. Then there's the Mishnah, which is a fence around that. And then there's a Talmud, which is a there's fence, fence around, around the Mishnah. Mishnah. Okay, okay, those those are fences to protect you from yeah. offending God. The Mishnah... Are commentaries? It'd be like when when I uh, when I'm the Mishnah. Did I say the Mishnah? Yeah. Midrash. The Midrash. Okay. I am. Thank you for telling me that because these <clears throat> words get mixed up. The, the Midrash. Midrash are commentaries about um, things in the Bible. So, uh, the story of Joseph being sold to slavery. The Midrash might have fifteen commentaries from three thousand. Years of worth of arguments. Mm. Those are commentaries. They're not scripture. Mm. It's doctrine. It's it's doctrine and tradition. Maybe theology a little bit too. Theology a little bit. And the reason why I, I, we believe what we believe here. And I'm not saying I disagree with midrash or agree with it. What I'm yeah. saying is I'm seeing a lot of my I've talked to fellow Christians that are really getting into the Jewish root system, and they're looking at midrash as if it's cold yeah yeah and there's things that i'm seeing there i'm like that doesn't sound i don't agree with that not that i'm smarter than these rabbis but right i don't know if i agree with that and i'm like just because it's midrash just because it's ancient rabbinical teaching doesn't mean it's true but it's good to see these guys argue through things. Yeah. So it's I'm nice to watch, it's, bad. it's
1: nice to watch CNN and Fox <laughs> and understand what's going on. But it doesn't mean that what they're talking about at this time is actually what's happening at this time. Yeah. And that's what we're seeing. We're watching the CNN and Fox when the mid rash is talking. Mm. You're seeing all the different opinions and thoughts on the. Um, and,
0: and back to what I said, but that's what I enjoy about your you, you know, podcast. Yeah, like you, you guys bring up things that are. From different idea, you're not talking about cnn i think cnn is a waste of time except to know what they're what they're I, that's my my bias coming out but uh, but that doesn't mean fox news is always i don't think fox news i don't listen to fox news very much either because i'm not sure i trust them i don't trust cnn no, i don't no. trust fox news but you listen to different things so get you can an trust. Idea. that's your Tim and the Lincoln show. Oh. oh yeah, yeah. And the rest. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: And yeah. God. God's yeah. that's that's yeah. the right answer. Yeah. Hmm. Woo-hoo. Boy, oh boy, deep. Yeah, we went on a lot of different tangents. We should probably wrap it up. We're about an hour in. Oh my gosh. We need to drink some more beer. Yeah, I think we need to talk about feasts because I, I you're right. People are, are interested. You're right, Christians are interested in that stuff, right? But they're getting caught up in the weeds. Yeah. You know. I think yeah. there is something to like. I mean, if there's bail worship happening now, people want to know the opposite of that. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with wanting to know either. I, you know, I mean, practicing in one or the other, there's probably consequences. Yes, so, and consequences is not a negative word. It's the the reaction to the action that you take. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have positive and negative consequences.
0: Yes, just yeah. like strongholds. There yep. are good strongholds good and bad strongholds, and there are bad strongholds.
1: But for every action, there's an equal reaction. So whatever action you take, if you worship Baal or if you worship God, there's an equal reaction that happens. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a principle. Mm-hmm. Principles, man. Yep. That's a little too deep. That's we good. We should cut man. it off right there.
0: Okay, I guess we'll get to these feasts someday.
1: Yeah. What do you want to <laughs> say? Any last words? Enjoy the music. Enjoy the music. Yeah. yeah. All right. Peace.
0: Check the podcast, join the podcast, Timmy's podcast, school.